years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Yeah, uh-huh. Here we go, right? Hi, friends. Hi. Hope everybody's good. Bob, you good? Uh, I am good, yeah. All right, me too. Had a nice weekend up at Seven Springs, which we'll get into uh, later in the show. Uh, what happened last night, though? Did you stay up for the entire Golden Globes? No. Is no. Oprah president now? Like, did uh, she just give a speech that got her elected president? I think so. Is Oprah our president now? I woke up to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think we're there. We're at Oprah is our president? Uh, yep. I actually don't even want uh, Oprah to be president, though. I'm, I'm not on this. Like, I know we talk about Oprah a lot on the uh, show because we love her favorite things. We love yelling in Oprah voice. We absolutely love Oprah. I am not on this. Uh, I'm not on this Oprah for president bandwagon that everybody's going to be on today because she gave an amazing speech, uh, especially uh, towards women at the Golden Globes. No, I am not on this Oprah for president bandwagon that everybody's going to be waving their flag around today. Not at all. Bob, are you on Oprah for president? Are you feeling that? Uh, Not yet, no. No? No. Yeah, see, Oprah's not going to be my president. Uh-uh. Oprah is going to be my god! She is above the office of president. Oprah the religion? Oprah is my god! I will bow and pray to Oprah, my queen, my goddess. Oprah is uh, my religion now. Yep. One speech at the Golden Globes and all her magical things she's done over the years. Is it kind of weird that people react to Oprah like that, though? I mean, we love Oprah just as much as everybody else, if not more. Yeah. But it's kind of weird that people react to Oprah just like, oh, she she's the pre- she, oh, Oprah for president. Or like like you said, like people treat her like she's some superhuman being. She is, though. That, that's why people treat her like that, because she is a, a superhuman being. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet a picture of uh, The Rock. Because remember, wasn't The Rock going to run for president? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne yeah, The Rock yeah, Johnson. Yeah. So it was a picture of The Rock during Oprah's speech at the Golden Globes. And he's looking like like he's seeing God. He's looking like he is actually seeing uh, the the head of his religion right in front of him. His eyes are just fixated on Oprah. Like every word that she is saying, The Rock is hanging on every one of Oprah's words. And the tweet says, when Oprah is speaking at the Golden Globes, and your goals shift to vice president. But I know uh, Seth Meyers, who hosted the Golden Globes, made a joke about Tom Hanks being Oprah's uh, vice president. So this is what it's got to be. This is what it has come down to, I think, right? This is what needs to happen. I don't know uh, the political affiliation of any of these people. I, I could care less. But this is what needs to happen. If Oprah wants to be president... There needs to be a steel cage match for her vice presidency. It's The Rock versus Tom Hanks in a steel cage match, except Tom Hanks can use foreign objects. <laughs> Tom Hanks with weapons. Who would win in a steel cage match for Oprah's vice presidency? Tom Hanks or The Rock if Tom Hanks can use foreign objects? Like he has a barbed wire bat that he can use. He can throw metal trash cans. No disqualification. There's no disqualifications at all. It's a no-holds-barred match to be Oprah's vice president. Hell in the cell. Hell Hell in the cell. Stop the damn match. Tom Hanks can use pretty much whatever weapon he wants. And he's got a taser, too. (laughs) Just in case? Yeah, well, he's got a... I mean, listen. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a beast of a human being. And Tom Hanks... The Rock can take a taser. I guarantee The Rock can take a taser. That's what I'm saying. But a taser's going to stun him a little (laughs) bit. And then you can hit him with, like, a barbed wire bat and win the match. And win... Well, win the vice presidency. (laughs) Could you imagine how many people would watch that? (laughs) Would you pay 
Like, I'm trying to think. What was the last big uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, fight? Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor, right? What was yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. $100? Bucks? I think it was 100 bucks. Would you pay 100 bucks to watch Tom Hanks with foreign objects versus The Rock and the winner gets to be Oprah's vice president? Uh, yes. Absolutely, yes. right? I would sign up for that. <laughs> Didn't even think twice. Who's who's in charge of the uh, the UFC? Dana White? Yeah. Dana White, get on that if you want to make a billion dollars because we just came up with the greatest fight possibly in all of human <laughs> history right there. Uh, it's Mikey and Bob, the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Welcome to the show, friends. Matt tweets us here. Enough Oprah already this morning. We got butt-clenched morning rush drive coming. Yeah, it's supposed to get bad right now, right? Freezing rain. Then the snow. Yeah. High today, 38 degrees. Snow and uh, freezing rain coming uh, today and should be coming uh, during the morning commute here. Possibly one to three inches uh, of snow around the Pittsburgh area today. So, yeah, be careful uh, during this morning commute. This is when it's all going to start coming down, right, during the yeah, morning commute? Yeah, yeah, All right, so it's going to be a little sketchy out there. Just be careful. Get those cheeks ready. On the uh, roads. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to have the... the the, the seat heater on. That emergency cheek break needs to be loose and ready to go. Warm your butt cheeks up and then get ready to clench them because roads could get a little uh, a little sketchy and a little slippery um, out there this morning. Uh, we started the show by talking about uh, Oprah's speech at the Golden Globes last night because I woke up and everybody's uh, basically saying Oprah's the, the next president, right? Yeah. And then we were saying how uh, Tom Hanks and The Rock must fight each other in a steel cage match. Uh, to become her uh, vice president. Our buddy Lowell tweets us here. Tom Tanks gets to have Wilson uh, in his corner. Okay, the volleyball from uh, Castaway. All right. Is that the finisher? Wilson with spikes, though. <laughs> Wilson with, with with spikes. Like a dodgeball finisher? Yeah, like he gets to throw a spiked Wilson dodgeball at The Rock. So if The Rock gets Tom Hanks down, then he'll hit him with The Rock bottom, of course. His finishing right, move. Right, right, right. But if Tom Hanks gets the rock down, then he will throw a very deadly spiked Wilson uh, volleyball at the rock. Uh, Joey tweets is here. Oh boy, hold on. I gotta, I mean, I gotta <laughs> I gotta get that. <laughs> Joey tweets is here. Tom Hanks is down versus the rock, but wait a minute! That's Lieutenant Dan's music! Fuck off! My God, he's rolling to the ring right now to help Tom Hanks become Oprah's vice president. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> he's got no legs. You might remember him from Forrest Gump. My God, it's Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love how there's going to be a serious could Oprah be president conversation everywhere today. Oh, yeah. And yet here we are. Lieutenant Dan just rolled down to the ring to save Tom Hanks in his steel cage match versus The Rock. That's how we cover Oprah for president. Like how horny are like all the morning news shows for the Oprah for president talk? Oh, God. Oh, could it happen? Could uh, it happen? We'll talk to political happen? experts. Get the panel in here. Oh God! Oh, it's gonna happen. All of it's gonna happen. <laughs> That's just isn't it? Isn't it sad when you already know how the news cycle goes and how like TV news will will cover this and all like the you, Good Morning America in the Today Show? Is the Oprah early the show? front runner? Yeah. <laughs> there's, gonna, there's gonna be a poll soon. Like, all right, look at this. Uh, <laughs> Oprah could beat anybody right now, and it's like, how long are we? A couple of years away from, you know, a new presidential election. Yeah, that'll be the thing today, though. But we'll get into uh, Seth Meyers' monologue and some more of the Golden Globes uh, coming up in the uh, show. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter. Tweet us at any time during the show at FS Mikey at FS Big Bob. Nate tweets us here. Sometimes I turn on your show. And I wonder if today is going to be the day that I crap my pants laughing on my way to work. That seems a bit a bit much, Nate. Laugh a like I mean a poo out? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> I feel like sometimes, and we've had people call us before during our run here, where we're doing something that's making somebody laugh, and they have to go to the bathroom, and they may pee their pants. They may wet themselves. Yeah, like yeah. that's happened before. And to me, I feel like it doesn't happen a lot, but it's possible. Giggling a poo out seems extreme, Nate. 
Like, I feel like if you go to the bathroom in your pants, if you poo your pants yeah, while you're yeah. listening to our show, I feel like no matter what we do, we're not the cause of that. Like, you are going to go no matter what. And if we just happened to giggle it out of you, maybe we sped up the process, but it was going to happen either way. <laughs> we can't take credit I'm for just, that. Yeah. Listen, Nate, if you poop your pants on the way to work today or whatever, we're not taking credit. We might have helped it out. We appreciate your offer, <laughs> but we're not going to take credit for that. We're not, we may have fun, but we're not having that much fun. <laughs> we're not having pants pooping fun. We're not at the point where you're giggling a turd out for listening to our show. <laughs> what if Nate's listening to us right now and laughing so hard that we're talking about his tweet? <laughs> Crap this is the moment right now. Okay. Uh-oh. It's happening. Uh, thank you to everybody who came up to Seven Springs this weekend for our uh, takeover weekend with our uh, friends at, at IC Light. It was, a, uh, it was a good weekend. Watched the Pens game, drank a lot of IC Light on Friday night. And uh, we were in the Bavarian at Seven Springs yep, doing that. Yep. And then, uh, and then Saturday, we're at the uh, Foggy Goggle, right? And first of all, so some guy uh, proposed to his girl. There was a a real marriage proposal at real. Seven Springs, just drinking in the goggle, real love. So that that kind of kicked it all off. And I'm like, wow. I mean, what tops that? We just uh, there was a marriage proposal. Everybody's drinking, having a good time in the foggy goggle. Got a marriage proposal. All right, that was fun, right? What's going to top that? <laughs> there was a guy who was talking to us earlier in the night, right? And he had an eye patch on. Yeah. But was it a pirate's eye patch? I, I didn't get it. It was penguins, I believe. It was a penguins. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a guy who was, who was talking to us earlier in the uh, night. He had a penguin's eye patch on, right? Black eye patch with a penguin's logo on it, right? Okay. So we were talking to him earlier in the night, and, and there was really no talk about his his eye. We were just talking to him. I think we took a picture with him or something like that, right? So then I guess maybe he gets a couple more drinks in him, and sure. he's, he's sitting at the table right next to him. And apparently this guy has uh, maybe been kicked out of some of the establishments at Seven Springs for pulling this bar trick off before. But of course, you know, he gets a couple beers and him comes over to our table like, all right, got something to show you. You guys, if if you, I'll show you a trick if you keep it quiet and don't get too loud. He was asking us to keep it quiet like the entire time. Right. So he's like, I'm going to show you a trick, but you have to calm down because they might kick me out of the foggy goggle if I show you this trick. And we're like, all right, what's what's going to happen here? So he lifts his eye patch up. He, li- <laughs> he lifts his penguin's eye patch up. Yeah, yeah. Pulls, pulls his glass eye out. And then we're like, oh, okay. He's going to show us his eye while this. And then he put it in his mouth. What the hell is happening? He put his eye in his mouth. And, of course, he told us, you know, be quiet because they don't like when I do my eyeball tricks, I guess, around here. Don't get too loud about this. We absolutely went crazy. I mean, what are you supposed to do when a guy puts his eye in his mouth? Lose their minds, yeah. And then he was like, I told you to be quiet. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't tell us you were going to eat your eyeball. You're licking your eyeball, sir. What do you think his eye tastes? Oh, oh God. Oh, just salty. Oh. <laughs> Did you look at his eye, though, when he took his eyeball out? Like, I didn't even know what the hell was happening. No, it happened like he, you so quick. You that... didn't look at his socket, right? Like, you were focused on the eye in his mouth. And yeah. once he put the eye in his mouth, I just turned away. I was like, <laughs> just... oh, my God, what's happening? He just presented the eye to us. So then I'm looking at Bob, and me and Bob are, like, leaning on each other, laughing hysterically and also, like, screaming, like, what the hell? What the hell? This guy just put his eyeball in his mouth. I mean, over the years, we've seen some stuff at Seven Springs, but nothing. Nothing even on that level. But then, all right, so I have a video of this, right? But then we turn back around I know you have video of this. Yeah. He has it on his crotch. Like, <laughs> like I I know he had some sort of line that he said, like, quit looking at my junk or something like that. But when we, we were, turned we back around, he pointed, he has his eyeball on his crotch. 
Whoa, what's happening? Like he plays peekaboo with the eyeball, pops it in his mouth, swishes it around. Yeah. Takes it to the crotch. Yeah. And then puts the damn thing back in. What a trick. We took video of it. Oh, yeah, we got video. <laughs> so if you want to see the video, I'll tweet it out for everybody here at FS Mikey. It's also up on our uh, website. I'll put it on our Facebook page and everything. Um, 961 Kiss on Facebook, but I'll tweet it out here too. At FS Mikey, if you'd like to see the uh, the Seven Springs eyeball bar trick. But thank you to everybody who came up to Seven Springs this weekend. Especially thank you to IC Life. 961 Kiss. Pay your bills. With $1,000 every hour, every day. Uh, Matt tweets us here. Mikey and Bob talking about a one-eyed willy on the radio at Seven Springs. Eyeballs on the crotch and in the mouth. I'm done. Happy Monday. This has to be one of the greatest stories you guys have told on the show in a while. Cassie tweets here. Oh, my God. I am gagging and laughing at the same time about the guy at Seven Springs with the eyeball trick. Yeah, some guy pulled his glass eye out. Stuck it in his mouth and then put it on his crotch at uh, Seven Springs. If you want to know how our weekend up there went. I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime party trick it right is. there. It is. So uh, we know who the Steelers play. The Steelers will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars as they beat the Bills uh, yesterday. It will be Steelers versus Jaguars 1 p.m. Sunday, a rematch of their game earlier in the year where the Jaguars just smoked the Steelers. It was Ben Roethlisberger's worst game of his career he had five interceptions. It's uh, it's what most of the Steelers players were saying they wanted. They wanted the rematch versus Jacksonville, and uh, now they got it. You know what this means, man? How long is it going to take for the strip district to have, like, uh, Jags off shirts all over the place, right? Probably, like it, probably already off. <laughs> it's going to happen, right? It was probably last night there printing them. Jags off? Oh, yeah. Um, so it will be uh, Steelers versus Jacksonville. 1 p.m. on Sunday on uh, the other game in the AFC. Uh, the Patriots will take on the Titans 8 p.m. on uh, Saturday. I mean, how great would it be if the Steelers beat the Jaguars and the Titans beat the uh, the Patriots and it's 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 Titans-Steelers at Heinz Field for the AFC Championship. That, oh, God, we are all Titans fans this weekend, Seriously. right? Oh, it'd be so good. On the NFC side, it is the Eagles versus the Falcons on Saturday and the Saints versus the Vikings on uh, on uh, Sunday. So those will be some pretty good games. But the big one, Steelers-Jaguars, 1 p.m. Uh, Sunday at Heinz Field. <laughs> you know, after the Jaguars beat the Bills, I totally forgot about this Florida lady we played on the show a couple years ago. Uh, the, J- the Jaguars had, like, uh, I think what most people thought was a really good draft. I want to say this was like three or four years ago. So they, uh, one of the news stations down in Jacksonville randomly went and talked to this uh, this lady. I don't know what her deal was, but this was the uh, this was on the news down in Jacksonville. This was a couple years ago. They say they have the best draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we <laughs> took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. (laughs) I totally forgot about that lady. I mean, there's so such many, a random clip. So many parts that are just amazing. There were like was, my new beach house. I was down in my new beach house. Uh, it's not really at the <laughs> like, beach. What is this? You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. Pause. Steal the show. <laughs> the look that she gives the camera too when she drops the steal the show line. You can't have a newcomer come, come in, in and steal a show. It's incredible. Uh, Steelers got this though, right? I yeah. mean, everybody's healthy. Yeah. I I saw what was it? Ian Rappaport from uh, from NFL dot uh, com said that Antonio Brown should be one hundred percent going into the game versus the uh, Jaguars on Sunday. Like, there, there's no way that's that's real, right? There's no way Antonio Brown's hundred percent. hundred percent. At this point in the season, not one person's a hundred percent. Antonio's right? back to steal the show. <laughs> Is that what it is? Uh-huh. AB's coming back to steal the show then. All right. Maybe he is 100%. And steal the show. <laughs> All right.
right, so it'll be Steelers-Jaguars coming up on uh, Sunday. Now, Friday morning on our show, set a reminder, do what you got to do. We will have Steelers-Jaguars playoff tickets to give away Friday morning on our show. Here's what we're going to do. Got to be listening right around 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and 9 a.m. We're going to give you a Steelers player name at the top of every hour Friday morning. Mm-hmm. The first person to call us Friday at 9 a.m. with all three Steeler player names, you will win tickets to the uh, Steelers-Jaguars playoff game. So that's Friday at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and 9 a.m. Make sure you're listening as uh, we will give you some Steelers-Jaguars playoff tickets. Make sure you're listening because you could steal the show. And steal the show. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then Saturday, right? Saturday before the uh, the playoff game, the day before, me and Bob will be hosting along with the Steelers. Stage AE. A big free to everybody Stage AE Steelers playoff rally. Uh, Jerome Bettis, Franco Harris, Antonio Hobbs is going to be there with us. We got prizes. It should be a good time to uh, get us all hyped up for the Steelers. So Steelers playoff rally. That'll be Saturday with us at Stage A.E. as we try to uh, steal the show. Steal the show. Steal the show. Get all the details about that, 961kiss.com. <laughs> Follow and tweet the 961kiss morning freak show. Uh, Monty just tweets here. Turn on Mikey and Bob just in time for alien butt secrets. I'm winning today. Yep, right. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Today in, in freak, freak Show History. Today in Freak Show history, we take you back two years ago today. Another Florida story. By the way, man, people love the weird things that happen down in Florida. We had so many people over the weekend at Seven Springs just tell us how much they love Florida yep. stories. Yep. And we do too. I I think, like, there's no way we're going to get to all the Florida stories that we have from over the weekend, right? I think there's like four or five of them. But we'll get to as many as we can on the show today but for today in freak show history a special one two years ago there was a uh, a fight over farts <laughs> i mean that just sounds like a florida story right all right so seriously you can't even you can't even make this up only in florida a woman is arrested for attacking her husband after he repeatedly passed gas in bed there it is a fart attack she, she attacked her husband because he was farting too much that's right Don Merkel is charged with battery in this case. Come on. Uh, Mikkel's husband on. told police that she elbowed him and then kicked him out of bed. Come on. Oh. Yeah, well, the fight escalated when apparently he just continued to just let all that gas out in the same room. She's physically assaulting this guy at this point, and he just keeps farting. You'd Wouldn't you think, think you'd, you'd pretty you'd much stop? Yeah, you'd, you'd think. You'd clench the butt cheeks at that point. Take just a walk, maybe. Stop the factory. Do a lap around the house. But this guy's just crop dusting the whole house as he's being... Abused. Right? She even, the wife did, she discharged a can of pepper spray at him. Really? So this guy, you know, how is, big of a fart monster do you have to be to? And this guy was, get the pepper spray. He was trapped in the bathroom because he, that was the only escape. He's calling 911 from the bathroom. But if, if the if the gas kept continuing, he's basically hot boxing his own farts at that point. So according to a police report, Mikkel suffered a split lip and her husband had a bunch of scratches across his chest. Florida, you got to do better, Florida. Golden Globes were on uh, NBC last night. Uh, The show that took home the most uh, on the TV side, Big Little Lies on HBO, took home four awards. Never seen it. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel took home two from uh, Amazon. Haven't seen that. No, no. And The Handmaid's Tale from Hulu. Took uh, took two, including uh, best television series drama. Haven't seen that either. No. Uh, films though. Here we go. Films. The big winner. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri is the name of the uh, movie that won best picture uh, drama. Oh. Uh, that won three awards in the night. Haven't seen that. No. Uh, uh, Lady Bird won two though. Lady Bird. No. Uh, I haven't seen Lady Bird no, either. No. Uh, the Shape of Water. Shape of Water took home uh, two Golden Globes. So those were the big. I haven't the seen that. The Shape either. of Water. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. No. Oh. Uh, well, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've seen every superhero movie in the last decade, though. Yep. Yep. And every Star Wars movie. So I got that going for me. Uh, Seth Meyers was the host of the Golden Globes last night. And, of course, he was going to talk about, um, you know, the Me Too movement and, uh, and and women having to deal with 
what they deal with in uh, in in Hollywood and really generally in the entire country um, in, in times like these and everything that's happened in Hollywood with powerful uh, men who have used their power and abused their power like Harvey Weinstein. This is how Seth Meyers started it off. Good evening, ladies and remaining gentlemen. It's <laughs> good. There's a new era underway, and I can tell, because it's been years since a white man was this nervous in Hollywood. <laughs> By the way, a special hello to hosts of other upcoming award shows who are watching me tonight like the first dog they shot into outer space. <laughs> For the male nominees in the room tonight, this is the first time in three months it won't be terrifying to hear your name read out loud. <laughs> They tried to get a woman to host this show. They really did. They said, hey, how would you like to come and be judged by some of the most powerful people in Hollywood? And women were like, hmm, well, where is it? And they said, it's at a hotel. And long story short, I'm your host tonight. Yeah. I mean, he did a uh, pretty good job, like he said, for future award hosts. He is the dog in space. He oh, yeah. Was the, uh, this was really the biggest Hollywood award show since all of this uh, has come out with Harvey Weinstein and and, and others. Uh, here was Seth uh, Meyers making. You know he had to make a few Harvey Weinstein jokes, the most powerful man in Hollywood, or he was, when all the allegations came out. And so many actresses have, have dealt with this disgusting man over the years and the sexual things he does. This was Seth Meyers last night in the Golden Globes. Well, I think it's time to address the elephant not in the room. Harvey Weinstein isn't here tonight. Because, well, I've heard rumors that he's crazy and difficult to work with. Like, he did not get any reaction for the elephant not in the room story. No, Obviously no. making fun of the, the size of Harvey White. No reaction at all. And then he gets this. But don't worry, he'll be back in 20 years when he becomes the first person ever booed during the in-memoriam. <laughs> It'll sound like that. <laughs> Such a perfectly written joke because he knows by saying, hey, if this guy dies, nobody really cares. He's that disgusting of a person that in, the in perfect 20 years, pause too. when he dies, nobody's going to care. He's going to get booed at the immemorial. And everybody's like, like oh, yep, it's going to sound exactly like that. And then uh, Oprah last night uh, got the uh, big prestigious uh, award. What was that award called? The Cecil, I don't know what it's called. Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yes. Cecil, 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 Cecil. We pay attention. We pay attention to nothing. Uh, so Oprah, first black woman to ever win the award, though. So very prestigious for Oprah. This was Seth Meyers on uh, on Oprah here. And Oprah, while I have you, in 2011, I told some jokes about our current president at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Jokes about how he was unqualified to be president, and some have said that night convinced him to run. So if that's true, I just want to say, Oprah, you will never be president. <laughs> You do not have what it takes. And Hanks, where's Hanks? You will never be vice president. You are too mean and unrelatable. Now we just wait and see. <laughs> uh, Seth Meyers prodding Oprah and Tom Hanks to run for he, president uh, in 2020. A pretty damn good job. Yeah, not bad. I mean, that's a tough job with everything that's been going on in Hollywood to go up there and, you know, how do you joke about a lot of things that have been happening in in Hollywood with how women are treated and how men have uh, been abusing their powers, not just Harvey Weinstein, you know, other um, actors like Kevin Spacey and stuff like that. He made a few Kevin Spacey jokes. Yep, and yep. It was a, uh, I, you know, it, tough to navigate through that, but Seth Meyers did a pretty good job on the uh, Golden Globes last night and a bunch of shows and movies won awards that we've never seen. I'm sure plenty of you have, though, and we're happy that they won awards last night. We always cover uh, weird Florida stories on our show. It seems like every day there's something weird that's happening down in Florida. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go! Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! It happened again. It's another Florida story. Down to Florida we go. So here's something you don't hear every day in Polk County, an alleged drunk driver dials 911 on himself. There you go. I mean, how great would that be for all police officers if everybody who was a uh, drunk driver just called uh, 911 on themselves? If you're stoned enough to report yourself drunk driving, 
you were really messed up. Yeah. And he was really messed up. Yeah, that's the officer right there. Yes, yeah. you heard that right. Yeah. Lester dialed 911 to report that he was drunk driving around Winter Haven. The sheriff says he was high on meth to boot. Oh, oh double whammy. Yeah, what a what a treat that is. High on meth too. Now they have the actual 911 call. So this guy's high on meth, drunk driving, calls 911 on himself. Drunk, I don't know where I'm at. Okay, what is it you trying to report, sir? Uh, I was just uh, drunk driving. Nah, I was just drunk driving. You're drunk driving right now? Yeah, all night. Holy hell. Okay, well, we're, can you I'm pull up? I'm actually right in front of the police department right now. Okay, he's in front okay. of the police department right okay, now. Okay, can you pull over somewhere? Uh, so not but they be... won't. Where a are burp? you right now? Yeah, did you catch a burp? In... Was that a burp? <laughs> I caught a burp in there, too. Did you catch gassy. that, too? Well, gassy, right? Well, he's high on meth and he's drunk driving too. Which, by the way, don't do meth and don't drunk drunk drive. What's up, partner, right now. Okay, can you pull over somewhere uh, so not to Yeah, that was definitely a burp there. That was definitely a burp. Oh. Where are you right now? I don't know. I'm too drunk. Too drunk. Doesn't know where he's at. Okay, well, you need to pull over. Yeah, I mean, good thing this guy called 911 on himself, <sighs> though, right? Deputies say he Gross. was swerving and driving erratically. Good Lord. Listen to what he tells the dispatcher about it. Yeah. Are you in the parking lot? No, I'm driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, you're driving on the wrong side of the road, going in which direction? This is unbelievable. This guy called 911 on himself. Just he stayed on the phone. Drunk driving, high on meth. Driving on the other side of the road. Like, this guy easily could have killed multiple people. I don't know. This guy won't get on the way, though. Eventually, deputies arrested him for DUI and other charges and put him in jail. Wow. We called it Lotto, L-O-T-O. We, we laughed our tasers off. Yo, even the... Even the Did he just even even laughed our tasers off? Even the police down in Florida are a special breed. Guy calls 911 on himself. He's high on meth and drunk driving, right? It's kind of bizarre. Wrong direction. That, that he called 911 on himself. Could have killed people. And then the officer follows it up with, we call him a lot. With the store was a lotto for us. We call that a lotto. A lotto? What the hell is he talking about? That stands for laughing our tasers off. What is happening in Florida? Who knows? Maybe Lester will start a trend. If we can get everyone that's committing crimes just to go ahead and turn themselves in, yeah. just to report it, you know, we, we would appreciate that. Yeah, Florida and the world wow. would be a much better place if people who committed crimes like uh, that guy in Florida would just call 911 and Anytime they're high on illegal drugs or uh, drunk driving, so all the officers could have a lotto. That stands for laughing our tasers off. <laughs> Florida making the show once again. Okay, can we get into the Timberlake stuff here, Bob? Because, uh, uh, listen, I'm not 100% sure yet if this is official, but it, explain what's going on here. People, because we, we all know that Timberlake's going to go on tour, right? right He's right, doing right. the Super Bowl halftime show, whatever. People Magazine tweeted like... Uh, Man of the Woods tour trailer video. Right, which is on Justin Timberlake's official YouTube page. So that's a real thing. Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods tour. He's got the new single, Filthy, that he just came out with on Friday. Okay, so Timberlake tour, yeah. And 27 dates. Yeah. And uh, pre-sale oh. starts Tuesday. Oh, no. Tickets on sale uh, Tuesday the 16th. That's exciting. Um, No Pittsburgh date. Oh, come on. But, I mean, maybe he announces, like, a second leg or something, but... Because, like, listen, I heard he's coming. Yeah. Like, we heard he's coming. We've known him for a few days. We just couldn't say anything because it's not time to make the official announcement that just Justin Timberlake's coming to Pittsburgh yet. The date where he was supposed to be, though? So, but, but like, thing, uh, yeah. like thing, there. things like this is, like, a lot of times we know that people are coming on tour, but we can't say anything until they officially announce it. Well, it's officially announced now, and there's no Pittsburgh date. So I don't know if that means there's going to announce like a second leg later, and Pittsburgh will be on that. Yo, Timberlake, you skip us? Well, we're going to have we're gonna have words if Timberlake skip Pittsburgh, though, because it's not in this first leg. That I they, mean, they put it goes on. New Jersey, Chicago, Cleveland, Ohio, then to Detroit. So I, I would think we'd fall someplace around there. Nothing, huh? No. And then it goes back again like Columbus, Ohio. But then it skips to like Nashville, Tennessee, and then Atlanta, Georgia. Like it just no, no nothing. Maybe Timberlake nothing. is going to do a second leg where he comes to Pittsburgh. But JustinTimberlake.com right now doesn't have Pittsburgh uh, listed, even though we heard he's coming. So I don't know. Mike just uh, Timberlake, Mike Timberlake's trying to break our heart. Mike just tweets us here: over 15 cars off the road. 
on uh, 376 West between uh, Center and Manaka. Says 376 eastbound, completely blocked by Jackknife 18 wheeler between the same exits. I mean, just go home. Just, I mean, get, just go home. It off. Don't even go to work today. Timberlake didn't announce the date for Pittsburgh, and now this. Call it off. Can we get the happier things right now on the show? Yeah. Now yeah. this uh this flight landed in Alaska, right? It this, did. This flight had to uh, land in Alaska. Here, let's get to this. You've probably had a bad flight or two in your life, but probably nothing like what happened during a Hong Kong-bound flight that diverted to Anchorage tonight. That's right. Okay. Passengers started smearing their feces in multiple bathrooms. That, according to airport police. What the hell is happening? Um, <laughs> but like that went from a flight from Hong Kong had to be diverted, landed Anchorage, Alaska. Usually when they divert planes, it's, you know, I don't know, yeah, engine maybe, problem maybe or something. Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there will be like some sort of uh, drunk passenger who's just unruly, got to get him off the plane. Did it say passengers too? I think I caught a passengers were smearing their feces. <sighs> Wow. United Flight 895 from Chicago on its way to Hong Kong diverted to Anchorage around 6.30 this evening. Airport police say the person... Like, hold on. How angry are you if you're flying from Chicago to Hong Kong and they're like, yeah, listen, we know that's a long flight already, but we got to stop real quick in Alaska. Why? Somebody's smearing poo all over the place. Also tried to stuff their shirt in the toilet. And they tried to flush their I shirt. I mean, why are we flushing the shirt, boss? You're already painting the walls brown. Why are you flushing the shirt? Airport police told KTVA 11 that the person who smeared the feces yeah. was being taken to Providence Hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. Got to. So listen, whenever you're dealing with like a delayed flight or uh, flight cancellation, it could always get worse. Always. You could be on the brown finger painting flight. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. This was all over Twitter, Reddit yesterday. Twitter? Uh, huh? Twitter? I said Twitter, didn't I? <laughs> Did I combine Twitter and Reddit there? Did I twit it? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. We were talking about how uh, JustinTimberlake.com has uh, tour dates listed out on his uh, his Man of the Woods tour that he's uh, he's going on. Now, we heard he was coming to Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh isn't listed in the uh, first tour dates here, so... I don't know. I'm not ready to flame Timberlake yet because he's not coming to Pittsburgh. I still have hope. Uh, Chrissy tweets us, uh, Justin did this to us last tour. I bought tickets to the Hershey show because there was no Pittsburgh date. A few months later, he announced a Pittsburgh show. So maybe he's uh, maybe he's just holding off on don't announcing do other dates. Don't do it, Timberlake. And if, he, and if he doesn't come to Pittsburgh, I'm ready to completely flame Timberlake because he hasn't apologized to Janet yet either. So, get, get ready for our wrath Watch if you don't out. come to Pittsburgh, Watch Timberlake. Out, Timberlake. A I'll, warning. I'll burn all my InSync merchandise. I'll rip down all my Justin Timberlake posters. And you think that's no big deal? Takes up two rooms in my house. Two whole rooms. He's probably coming. Just no date yet. How about the pens, man? Here they go. Woo! Pens beat the Bruins 6-5 to five in overtime. That is two straight wins for your Pittsburgh Penguins. Gino with the uh, overtime game winner. Kessel getting the butt to Malkin. Back to Kessel and butt to Malkin. Hey! Joseph scores! And Kenny Malkin finishes it. Oh, give me back my old Cadillac. It's Malkin with a game winner. Here in overtime. Oh, Mike Lang is such a treasure, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Okay, that was the first time the Pens have back-to-back -back wins since December 1st and 2nd. Yeah, it's been a, a rough run. <laughs> uh, they were up 3-1, to one, and then they went down 5-3. to three. Gino had two goals in the game, including the overtime game winner. Tristan Jari got pulled uh, during the game for Matt Murray. Like I said, first back-to-back -back wins. Since the uh, beginning of December, here with Sidney Crosby on back-to-back -back wins. We're playing more of our game, you know. 
I think tonight was uh, one we were down, but we felt like we did some good things, and you know we're starting to play with with some speed and some purpose out there. You know we're in the situation we're in. We need points, and that desperation and urgency to be there. Okay, now very exciting, everybody. The Pittsburgh Penguins right now with those back-to-back wins are 22, 19, and three. Good enough for eighth place Woo! in the Eastern Conference. Your Penguins are playoff bound right now. So if the season ended today, (laughs) those pens would be in the playoffs. So they have a bye week right now, right? This is kind of weird. They don't play again until uh, Saturday. They'll be at home versus Detroit. So it's like a bye week for the Penguins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's like a new NHL thing this season. All right. Every team gets it. So the Penguins, uh, no games until uh, Saturday. Here was Coach Sullivan on the week-long break the Penguins are getting. I haven't given it much thought, to be honest with you. I, you know, it is what it is. The break is the break. Everybody has it. In some instances, we're hoping hoping that it will help us. It, it should serve us well. It'll be both a mental and a physical break for everybody. I don't think it's a bad thing for us to get away from the game a little bit and, and recharge your battery. So my hope is that when we all come back together, regardless of where we, where we sit on it, that we're all excited about the opportunity in front of us moving forward. Okay, like, I don't know what the Penguins are going to do. Like, I don't know if they're allowed to go on vacation or anything like that. I feel like the entire team needs to go deep sea fishing with Gino, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if Genny Malkin, they should charter a giant boat, and like Gino does every summer, you always see on his, like, Instagram and everything, he's always, like, deep sea fishing or swimming with whales or something. A team-building vacation. I feel like that's what needs to happen. To really get the Penguins kicked up for the second half of the season to really get them in playoff form and to get them back in that mode that they can win the Stanley Cup, not like they're fighting for a playoff spot. It is time for the Penguins to explode. They all just have to go deep-sea fishing with uh, with Gino on this bye week and then turn it all around. Hey, how great is it, though? The Pens in the A spot, they would play the Capitals. Oh. <sighs> Gosh, and just ruin the Capitals. I, I don't want any of that to change. I want the Penguins to barely sneak just, into the playoffs with the eighth seed, and I want the Capitals to win the President's Trophy again. They're the best team in the league. I want them to be the number one seed. Beat them so bad in the playoffs. I want that to happen so bad. Because there is no doubt in my mind that if the Penguins play the Capitals, especially if the Capitals are the one seed and have all the pressure on them, I there's I, I no no thought in my mind that thinks the Capitals can win that series. No, not at all. All right, so anybody uh, listening for the Penguins, here's what you need to do. Deep sea fishing, a little team excursion. Let Evgeny Malkin lead it. He's uh, an expert when it comes to deep sea fishing. And then do not try to get out of the eighth seed. Just coast on in. Get in that eighth seed. Let the Capitals do their thing because I want eight versus one Penguins Capitals for the uh, playoffs. So like we said, they have a week off. They're back at home. Uh, Saturday versus Detroit after the 6-5 to five win in overtime versus the Bruins last night. Two straight wins. Whoa, whoa. They need a break. Calm down the Penguins. Hottest team in the league right now. Hottest team in the league. It's, it's clenched butt cheek driving out there this morning is what it is. Freezing rain and snow today, possibly one to three inches around the, uh, around the Pittsburgh area. So that blows. The Golden Globes were on last night. Uh, the best picture uh, drama went to three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. The best picture comedy or musical went to Lady Bird. By the way, Get Out uh, didn't win anything. No. Uh-uh. So that's uh, that's fun. Best animated movie went to uh, Coco. Best television series drama went to The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, the best performance by an actor in a TV drama went to uh, Sterling K. Brown. He is so good on uh, NBC's This Is Us, right? Did Oprah yell at him? Is that what this is, this clip? Dude, it's so funny. Like, Oprah, of course, was front and center because she was getting the Cecil B. DeMille Award, some fancy award at the Golden Globes. But this is when Sterling K. Brown wins the Golden Globe for his role on This Is Us. He's about to step up to the mic. Yeah, he gets up there in this. Right? Okay, you can can hear just a Sterling! That is is like front and center (laughs) Oprah just yelling Sterling. Right? Oprah. Oprah. I mean, what else do you say if you're him? That's how, if, if Oprah yells your name like that, you just got to, Oprah. You like, you have know. to acknowledge it like, yes. Oprah, I hear you yell my name. Right? Oprah. Oprah. Don't want to run out of time, so let me thank my wife. All right, let me thank my wife real quick. Oprah. 
Oprah. So good for him. He is incredible on uh, This Is Awesome. Like I said, I, I haven't watched any of these shows that have been winning awards. Big Little Lies, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Handmaid's Tale, and even movies. I haven't seen Shape of Water, Lady Bird, or Three Billboards. Um, nope. I haven't seen The Greatest Showman. I haven't seen I, Tanya. Uh, but this is I, us. This but is I us. watch This Is Us every yep. week, and yep. I'm pretty sure I cry every week, too. It's good. <laughs> and I yell. He's such a good. He's such a good actor that I yell that at my TV too. When he gets me crying, I go. <laughs> I Oprah yell. Uh, a lot of people are waking up this morning though, basically with Oprah for president aspirations after her speech at the Golden Globes last night. I I don't think she's denied that she might consider uh, running. I think even her man uh, Stedman said it'll be up to the people. Whether she decides to actually seriously uh, run for president uh, at this point, this was some of Oprah's speech as she got the uh, Cecil B. DeMille Award last night at the, uh, the Golden Globes. What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. And I'm especially proud and inspired by all the women who have felt strong enough and empowered enough yes. to speak up and yeah. share their personal stories. Oprah! We all have lived too many years in a culture broken by brutally powerful men. For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. Oh, damn. Oh. Oprah! <laughs> their time is up. Oh, damn. The time is up. Right, right, listen, if you're if you're like a scumbag in Hollywood or just any like male scumbag that, you know, is one of these people who likes to sexually harass women or even sexually assault women or even joke about it, Oprah on stage telling you your time is up is such a threat. Like I'd be I'd be scared out of my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're one of the All right, listen, here's another weird thing too, because last night was all about women, man. It was all about empowering women and the you know, the Me Too movement and how so many women in Hollywood and other aspects of life have spoken up now and got the courage to speak up against men that no man is, you know, too powerful to be spoken up against and uh, a lot of that was what was uh, handled at the Glo- Golden Glo- Golden Globes last night, you know? How you know Here's what I think, though. There are so many people in that audience. There still has to be people that were at the Golden Globes, like men especially, who yeah. are sitting in that audience who are just like, I got enough in my past that I could be next. People are going to have video of me laughing at this stuff at the Golden Globes and like watching Oprah's speech and everything, and I'm next. Um, uh huh. Here was uh, more of uh, Oprah. This was kind of her final message uh, at the Golden Globes last night. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. Oh my gosh, Oprah for Queen! And when that new day finally dawns, Woo! it will be because Woo! of a lot of magnificent women, many of whom yes! are right here in this room tonight. Woo! Now you hear the Weight Watchers commercial we play on the show where Oprah yells cheese? cheese I yeah, love that. Yeah. She's like doing the Weight Watchers commercial and then she goes cheese! And some pretty phenomenal men cheese! fighting hard to make sure yeah. that they become the leaders yeah. who take us to the time when nobody Woo! ever has to say Woo! me too Woo! again. Woo! I don't know what, like, her political affiliation is. I don't really know a lot about what Oprah uh, believes in. I'll tell you right now. Oprah for president would be amazing for our show. It would. I mean, we would yell for four years straight, and it would be unbelievable. Cheese! I love bread! For those weight loss commercials, she, like, picks a different item that she loves and, like, just shouts it out. Like, Um, cheese, and before that, it was, like, bread! 
Listen, if you're Oprah and you're doing Weight Watchers commercials, though, and you got to talk about cheese and bread, how else are you going to make those exciting other than delivering it in Oprah voice? You're right. You know? All right. Imagine a world where Oprah becomes president. If there's there's ever anything bad that she has to do, because listen, there's no way you can be president for four years without having to do some, Mm -hmm. some bad things, you know? Like, if Oprah has to call in a drone strike, she's going to have to do it in an Oprah voice, right? She's going to have to go, Now, we tried all we could to resolve this peacefully, but then we had to get serious and protect ourselves. So I had to call in a drone strike! Pay your bills. On 96.1 KISS. Thank you again to everybody who came up to Seven Springs with us this weekend. It was our takeover weekend. With uh, with I see light, uh, our buddy Greg was up there. He uh, tweets us really glad I got to congratulate that newly engaged couple Saturday night. The foggy goggle will never lose. Yeah, the foggy goggle, the bar up there at Seven Springs. There was a couple who got engaged. Love was in the air <laughs> at uh, at the foggy goggle. That's romance right there. Uh, Greg said you guys need to set up body cams or something next year to film the entire foggy goggle experience. The things that happen there are really unbelievable and get crazier every year. Yeah, if you weren't listening to the uh, beginning of our show, we posted this video um, up on the Mikey and Bob page, 961kiss.com. I tweeted it out at FS Mikey. It's on our Facebook page, so there's plenty of ways for you to see this video. There was a guy with a penguin's eye patch. At uh, at the bar, at Foggy Goggle, mm-hmm. when we were up there on Saturday night at Seven Springs. And, you know, didn't think anything of it. I don't know why he was wearing a penguin's eye patch. Maybe he had something with his eye. Maybe he was just, you know, going full pirate for the night, whatever. Yeah, they were giving away a bunch of penguins items, too. Uh, yeah, I see light was. Like, yeah, I didn't know. Tickets and everything, yeah. That was somehow, I, it didn't really make sense why they'd have a, an well, eye patch. He was the only one with a penguin's eye patch, though. So if they were giving it away, it would seem weird that I see light would only be giving away one penguin's eye patch. I and guess. That, that'd kind of be a weird giveaway item. Thinking it about it now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like in the moment, I'm just like, oh, all right. So what, what happened was you know, I think we took a picture with the guy earlier in the night or something. I didn't really think anything of it. And then we were, you know, sitting at a table drinking, and he comes over, and he's like, all right, you guys want to see a trick? And, like, you, listen, when somebody with an eye patch comes over and says, you guys want to see a trick, you're like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to see a trick. But he told us we can't get too loud because I think he's gotten kicked out of the bar there before for doing tricks with his eye. Yeah. Which you can't tell somebody that. If you're about to show a trick, you can't be like, I'm going to show you something now, but you got to keep it quiet. Don't, like, don't go crazy. So he lifts his eye patch up, pulls his eye out. He's got like a glass eye, and we're thinking, okay, there's the trick right there, right? He put it in his mouth. A little taster. And we went nuts. We were so loud. I mean, the moment he pulled it out of his eye, we lost our minds. <laughs> Yo, it's not. And then he pops it in his mouth like it's a breath mint. You might think you're at a good party. You're not at a good party until somebody pulls an eye out and and tastes it. (laughs) And we went, I mean, how could you be calm after that? We went nuts. You can't. All right, so the the video I took, I put the video on uh, my Instagram, right? FS Mikey. You can see Bob's too. FS Big Bob if you're on the gram. Uh, I I took video because I knew something special was going to happen. So he takes his eye out, puts it in his mouth, and then pops it back out. Oh, God. (laughs) Give it a taste. I taste bad, right? I mean, like, it's got to have, like, eye juices on it. A sour taste. Is an eye socket with no eye dry? Is it like a dry socket, or is there still, like, eye juices around here? it got to be juices. By the way, this is one of the most disgusting conversations we've ever had on the show. I imagine there's still juices. Like, does his eye just taste dry? Uh -uh. Like, if you put a marble in your mouth? No. Or do you think it's like a... A uh, um, a gooey marble. I mean, uh, oh god, a gooey marble. Oh. Not like it's a squishy eye, but it just has gooey like eye juices oh. on it. I want to know so much more about this. So then, he, of course, he puts his eye in his mouth, and then takes it back out, and we're going nuts. But then Bob has a video of him too. When he turns back, he's got his eye on his crotch for some reason. Like, I think he told us a joke. He definitely was trying to tell a joke, but we were so out of control that you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, I can't even hear it. I think he's like, quit looking at my junk or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it was something like that, and we lost complete control. So, 
Then he popped it back in and uh, attempted to start a Let's Go Pens chant. <laughs> okay, I did not hear that. That's how my video went. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. He attempted to start a Let's Go Pens chant. I did not know that part. After he popped his eye back in and pulled the penguin's eye patch back down, he tried. He attempted a Let's Go Pens chant. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, again, thank you for uh, everybody having us at Seven Springs. Always nice hospitality. It's beautiful up there at Seven Springs. Thank you to Icy Light for putting it all together, and thank you to whoever the guy was who ate his eye for us. Uh, Steelers know who they're playing now. It'll be Steelers versus Jacksonville Jaguars, 1 p.m., uh, Sunday winner will go to the AFC title game and play the winner of the Patriots Titans game, which will be 8 p.m. on Saturday. Like, I get that everybody wants to see Steelers Patriots, and I'm sure that that's what eh, maybe the players would would say that they want because a lot of the players were saying they want Jacksonville too, even though Jacksonville completely smoked the Steelers earlier in the uh, year. I don't want the Patriots. I want the easiest path to the Super Bowl as possible. And if that means we don't have to play Tom Brady and the Patriots in New England, I'm good. Go Titans. Because that would also mean the AFC title game would be at Heinz Field if the Steelers and Titans win. So as Steeler fans, I think we need to all root for the Titans. Because let me tell you, if the Titans knock the Patriots off somehow, some way, and then the Steelers beat them and go uh, go end up winning the Super Bowl. Trust me, there's no asterisk on that. That uh, is uh, no. that is a Super Bowl win for the Steelers. Yes. It's not like, well, they didn't beat Tom Brady. Nope, don't care. If we don't have to play them, I'm good with that. Can you imagine the Titans beating the Patriots and then beating us to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> All of a sudden, the Tennessee Titans get Just on an go, incredible go run. Uh, and then on the NFC side, it's uh, Eagles versus the uh, Falcons, which is weird because the Eagles are the one seed in the NFC, and they're the underdog at home versus the uh, versus the Falcons. That's on Saturday. And then uh, the New Orleans Saints versus the Minnesota Vikings on uh, Sunday, which is kind of interesting because the Super Bowl is in that big fancy dome they have in Minnesota this year, and no no home team home team has ever got the Super Bowl in their own stadium. So uh, it could be interesting if the Vikings make a run to the Super Bowl and it would be a uh, a home a, a game. A Viking-Steelers matchup? Oh, that'd be insane, right? If you could pick one team. All right, if we're just assuming that the Steelers make it to the Super Bowl this year, if you could play one team from the NFC in the Super Bowl out of the four remaining, who would you want to play? I mean, Eagles would be so fun, though. Eagles would be fun, wouldn't it? Eagles would be fun. I'd like that. The Eagles would be fun. I think out of the remaining teams, I don't want to play the Falcons because they should have won the Super Bowl last year, and they're probably so angry. I don't want to play them. Eagles would just be fun. Just because it would be an all-Pennsylvania Super Bowl, that would be magical. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd want to play the Vikings, though, man. Because, like, I know Steelers fans travel good and plenty... Plenty of us would go to the Super Bowl but literally if it's Steelers Vikings. Putting them at home, <laughs> a damn home game though, would be crazy. So it'll be uh, Steelers versus Jaguars, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Now here's what we got going on with the Steelers on Saturday. Me and Bob will be hosting their Steelers playoff rally. It's going to be at Stage AE Saturday evening. Uh, doors open at 6 p.m. It's all free to the public. We're going to have some Steelers alumni there. Uh, Jerome Bettis, Antonio Holmes, Franco Harris. First thousand fans through the door get a special Steelers fat head, including six players. There'll be bands, prizes throughout the evening. It should be a good time. I'm sure all the news stations will be there covering it. Dress in your Steelers stuff. Yep, bring, bring that the, terrible, bring the bring terrible the towels, towels out. Listen, we know how do we do this in Pittsburgh, okay? It's playoff time. It's rally time. Let's go. The bus is going to be there. All right. You hear the boys are going to be there too, Mike and Bob. Okay. All right. You want to go down, girls? Huh? Maybe after Friday, we go to the North Shore, have a couple drinks, a little a little happy hour. All right. Have a couple drinks and then go to stage A. You hear the boys are going to be there with the, the bus. The boys in the bussy. Bussy and the boys are going to oh, be there. Yeah. All right. Let's go. So uh, that's Saturday, stage A for our uh, Steelers playoff rally. And then uh, Friday on our show, we're going to have Steelers tickets too. Steelers, Jaguars, playoff tickets. If you want them, listen to our show Friday morning. 
What we're going to do is give you a Steelers player name around 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and 9 a.m. So you got to be listening at those three different times. And the first person to call at 9 a.m. on Friday morning with all three names will win the tickets. So uh, to recap, Steelers playoff tickets Friday morning on our show. And then Saturday evening, we're hosting the Steelers playoff rally down at Stage A. Hey, get fired up. Steelers are in the playoffs. They are are two wins from the Super Bowl, Pittsburgh. We were saying this earlier. Justin Timberlake announced his uh, Man of the Woods tour. You know that was coming. He's got his new song, Filthy, out. Put the video out for that. He's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. You knew he was going to go on tour. He announced the Man of the Woods uh, tour dates. Yep, yep. And uh, there wasn't a, there wasn't a Pittsburgh date on it. Now I don't know if that means we get a Pittsburgh date later. Like maybe they'll announce a second leg. Didn't he sell out last time he was here? I believe so. Yeah, it was a good show. Oh, here we go. PPG Paints Arena. The official account just tweeted out. Just announced. Rod Stewart returns to PPG Paints Arena with special guest Cindy Lop. Woo! Not not the one we're looking for. Yes. We probably have if we can't have we, Timberlake, we at, pro- least, we, at least we got Rod. We probably have some kids listening right now who have no idea who those two human beings are. And it's okay. I don't know how old Rod Stewart is, but he looks good for his age. Bucks tweets us here. Hey Mikey and Bob, I was dropping my daughter off at preschool. A little boy was getting out of his parents' car, screaming, Mattress Firm! You guys have the five-year-old demographic locked down. You're damn right we do. Listen, from being up at Seven Springs this weekend, and, you know, just walking around, eating at different restaurants, and seeing a lot of people, that is almost a a greeting to us now. We'll, be, we'll be walking through the bar or something, and you Mattress Firm! That's it. It won't be like... Hey, Mikey and Bob. I mean, we'll get some of those, too. Or people don't stop. It's like just people passing us, and they'll yell mattress firm, and then give us a little wave and keep going. Yeah, that's okay. If you want to yell mattress firm at us instead of saying hi, we're good with that, too. Mattress firm! Rod Stewart's 72. Looks good for 72, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. How old's Justin Timberlake? Not 72. Is he 37? I don't know. 36. I know I'm younger than Timberlake because he's the one guy that I always think of just like when I ever feel like I'm getting older, I always think like, yeah, but I'm I'm younger than Justin Timberlake. 36. So once Justin Timberlake starts looking old, then I'm going to feel really old. But I don't feel like Justin Timberlake's 36 years old. Well, he's man in the woods now. Well, that's right. He could. He might he's start gonna, aging now. He's going to grow woodsy. He's going to grow woodsy like uh, grayish beard. Oh, man. Salt and pepper. Man Timberlake. in the woods out. Let me tell you, Justin Timberlake, uh, like I've been riding you, not riding. What was that? <laughs> what, do you want? what do you want to tell him? I've been riding with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, once a month I have a slip on the show, and it's always so good, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, Justin Timberlake, I know you're not coming to Pittsburgh, but I've been. (laughs) I've been riding with you since NSYNC days, Justin. (laughs) Listen, Justin Timberlake, you better announce the damn Pittsburgh date and apologize to Jan Jackson, you son of a bitch, or I'm not riding you anymore. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Still snowy and icy out there this morning. Yo, look at the on-ramp right now, right in front of our big gold DVE building here in Green Tree. Look at the on-ramp to get onto the parkway. It just looks like... Uh, Horrible. So Horrible. bad, man. Roads are bad out there. Clench your butt cheeks if you're driving and be careful. Supposed to warm up in a couple days, though. I think Thursday we might hit like the upper 50s, almost 60 degrees. EJ tweets is here. And he's completely correct. The worst part about snow melting is picking up the dog logs from the yard. It is. It's the worst. I'm so glad. Like, I have a tiny dog. Our dog, Lily, is a Chorky. She's a Chihuahua-Yorkie mix. She's like the size of my foot. She's so small that we don't even let her go outside because I'm afraid, like, some bird's going to swoop down and get her. So she goes in indoors on like one of the mats, right? I mean, you either get stuck with mushy logs or like the prehistoric, like... Oh, man. Rock-hard yeah. dinosaur logs that have been freeze-dried. 
Like the, the, those are the two things that you're getting in the yard. Like you have a like sixty pound English bulldog. Yeah, Sally, human, and, human sized. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, will you go out there? It's like finding dinosaur fossils. <laughs> when you will you go out there? Like when we get a little thaw later this week, or are you one of those uh, dog owners that once once you get one snow? You're you're just done until like springtime. No, no. We try to clean it up in between too. So you'll do like delogging yeah. later this week? Even yeah. if, if there's a big one sitting on the snow, we'll go for it on the snow too. It's just like yeah. can't get behind. <laughs> they turn into the fossils, man. You can't procrastinate no, on dog logs no. is what you're telling me. You gotta get out there and do that work. Oh god, it's the worst. Yeah, I uh I have two cats and a dog. Both of my cats are bigger than my dog. Changing I just, cat uh, litter, though, I wouldn't want it. I, could. I hate I hate that more than yeah. just about yep. anything in life. I try to make our daughter Addison do it as much as possible. Like, I always uh, tell her, like, you're the one that wanted cats. Go clean, go clean the litter. I don't want to. Be like, all right, we're getting rid of the cats. All right, I'll go down there. <laughs> as soon as you threaten, like, all right, we'll get rid of the cats. Cats got to go, then. Cats got to go. All right, I'll go clean them. Have fun with those dog logs later this week, Bob. Uh, looks like they just announced Pink is officially going to sing the national anthem for this year's Super Bowl. All right, that's solid. We like Pink. She'll do good, yeah. Uh, so it'll be Pink for the national anthem at the Super Bowl and then Timberlake halftime show, which we're not sure if we like Justin Timberlake anymore. He announced his Man of the Woods tour the first dates, and there's no Pittsburgh. I mean, God, maybe later. Forgot about us. Maybe later, because I thought we were getting a date. Maybe later he'll announce it, but either way, JustinTimberlake.com, all the dates. Don't want to have Pittsburgh dates so far. You better you better come to Pittsburgh, Timberlake. Uh, before we get out of here, Freak Show question of the day today. This will be with Tall Kathy right around 5.30. We do this every day on the show. And uh, win yourself a prize, maybe some tickets. If you, uh, if you get the question of the day right, we give you the question answer right now. Uh, we were up at Seven Springs this weekend. Uh, question of the day, some guy showed us a trick up at Seven Springs when we were at the bar by putting this in his mouth. <laughs> the answer, his eye. He had a glass eye, and he, uh, he pulled it out and put it in his mouth for us. We weren't expecting it. We were kind of stunned, but we do have video of it. Which you can see on our Mikey and Bob page, 961kiss.com. <laughs> it's a good weekend up at Seven Springs. Thank you to Iron City and everybody who came out to Seven Springs. We had fun up there. I mean, you know a party's serious when a dude pops his eye out. <laughs> Sticks it in his mouth. He also put it on his crotch, too. But that's not part of the question of the day. We'll just go with eyes. So he put his uh, glass eye in his uh, mouth. Is that it? Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Be safe driving. Yeah, be safe out there. Yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. Have a good day. Bye. KST HD Pittsburgh. You're on air. You're on air. With Ryan Seacrest.